Welcome to Malkamania. Welcome back to another episode. And uh, this week, we are unfortunately not joined by Lex for now, unless he comes back later. But he's having technical issues, so you just get the brothers tonight. Say hi, Chuck. All right. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> um, so, so I was under the understanding that we got a vaccine now, so everything was going to be cool, right? Uh, I mean, if they're gonna, if they keep not handing it out like they're doing, you know what I mean? Like if they, you know, what do you mean? I mean. I mean, IndyCar's looking at moving St. Pete and Barber now. Yeah. That's, uh... What I don't... That's not, bod- that's not boding well for a full crowd for the 500. Well, it wasn't... It was never going to be a full crowd. I'll just... I could just tell you that right now, but... I think it'll be at least 50. I think. Um... Also, you know, Australia has been bragging about how, you know, they've got COVID under control and everything, and they might postpone their season opener and for F1. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, New, New Zealand says they're done. They don't have any more. Well, yeah, they do. They had five new cases today. So, uh... <laughs> well, there goes their, their streak. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, so there's that, and uh, St. Pete was a cool finale last year, uh, so if you're going to move it, I would move it to closer to the end of the season. I agree. And Barber, I don't know, Barber's been pretty lackluster ever since they gave the new car out, so uh, I wouldn't mind if we didn't race there. <laughs> well, I mean... I think it's going to get better. I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, we don't know what it what it's going to be like with the hit, with the uh, aero screen on the car. Well, the aero screen made the racing worse. So, but we got another year on it now. So, yeah, we'll just have to see. There wasn't any like NASCAR news, was there? I uh, don't. Thanks. So. Have what? Pennies. No. <laughs> What'd you say, Chuck? I didn't say anything. Sorry. I, I someone came in my room and asked me for pennies, and I don't have any pennies. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can just move on now. Unless you got anything else to say about racing, Zach Veach is a GTD driver now. With Vassar Sullivan, congrats to him. That seems like a waste of a seat. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. I, Tell me I'm wrong. You know, I think that when you have these four car teams, except for Penske, it's usually there's two good cars and two bad cars. You know, so like a, a Chip Ganassi, 
when they who they had they had uh, Chilton, Canon, Dixon, and Kimball. It seemed like there was two cars that had a chance to win every week, and two cars that had a chance to win like every once in a while. It's kind of the same thing in Andretti. Yeah, I guess you could say that. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we saw with Aaron Tealitz, he he came in open wheels this year to go race that Lexus and uh, drove the wheels off of it. Almost won a championship. So, we'll just have to see. It's a big speed difference, but I think he's up to the challenge. I don't think he's that garbage of a driver. Guess we'll find out. I, I would have much rather seen uh, Ask you maybe get that seat, but maybe they needed money. You think Veach has money? Well, no, not he might. Maybe not as much as he needed to stay in IndyCar, but no, no. Uh, well, let's talk about something you uh, have to probably go back on was that uh, Ohio State should have made the college football playoff. You did say that, correct? I'll stick by my words. All right. I want to hear a good explanation as to why you say Ohio State shouldn't be in the playoff. They didn't play enough games. So why is that a good argument? <laughs> the same reason a three-win team, three win team shouldn't have been playing in a bowl game. But they still play 10 games. Well, yeah, but they shouldn't have been in a bowl game. I mean, it led to a fight. <laughs> yeah. But that's well, not Ohio State. They, they won the bowl game, so. <laughs> Which led to the fight. <laughs> Listen, Ohio State. You can't count them out like everyone was going, like everyone did. Like it's Ohio State, <laughs> you know. Ohio State or not, I don't. To me, the Big Ten changed the rules so they'd be in the championship game. I mean, you're. It, it's not fair to the teams that didn't have didn't miss games as or miss as many games. And uh, I mean, let's get it, let's talk going off of that. Let's talk about the fallout of that. And IU during their bowl game took the Big Ten logo off their helmets and jerseys, and it backfired. <laughs> but. I just don't understand what the point of that is. Like, yeah, you feel wronged, but what's it going to do? Well, they were wronged. Yeah. It's not feel wrong. They were wrong. They des- they didn't deserve to be in that game. Who? IU. Like, you saying they should have been in a better game? Yeah, they should have been in a New Year's Day game. Yeah. And I'm not saying they would have won either way. I'm just saying that they deserve... They deserve to be a better team. And there's a lot – well, I, Fred Glass, the former IU AD, pretty much came out and said that the Big Ten has a good old boy network and they protect the – they don't want Indiana teams becoming good at football because they want to be able to come to Indiana to recruit our good players. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
I could see that, I guess. Um, yeah, it didn't help that IU lost. That that was a killer. Did you see the game? I did not see the IU game. Well, I, they they had to play their second string quarterback the whole game because, of course, Pendix is down with an ACL or something. And he had a, he apparently threw with a separated shoulder on his throwing arm for like the whole game. Well, then you can't if your guy's playing hurt. You can't you can't expect to win in that situation. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, the good news for the state of Indiana was that uh, they did have a bowl game winner, and that was Ball State. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that counts. I, why doesn't it count? Uh, I never said it didn't. I just said I guess. Why it counts. wouldn't it count? Uh, Mac. You calling the Mac bad? They beat an undefeated team. Yeah, I am calling the Mac bad. The Mac is not a power conference. The Mac can honestly hang with the Big Ten sometimes. So I mean. I wouldn't call it unless you're unless you're talking Ohio State. I wouldn't count on the Big Ten saying much about the Big Ten either. Mm, I'm just saying the MAC deserves a lot more respect than you're giving them right now. Yeah. Well, then let's talk about your favorite team. Then uh, they did better than I expected. I think better than everyone expected. Yeah, no, absolutely they did, but they, I mean, they got beat. Plain and simple, and a lot of people thought it would be like a 30, 40-point blowout, but it ended up being what, a 17-point win for Alabama? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I think I, Notre Dame's getting better. You could say that every year. Well, I mean, but They've improved, haven't they? Improved each year, I guess. So it's it's going to depend on how much uh, they keep going into next season, how much they lose, if any anybody leaves, and all that. So, yeah, I figured it was over by the first kickoff. Actually, the game because uh, well. I- I turned it off after the second touch, Alabama touchdown. Well, you, so I'm not. Gonna you knew Alabama was coming out strong because you know Notre Dame took the uh, the kickoff and you know said they would receive, and then the first kickoff they get hit at the ten yard line. And he fumbles the football. You knew it was on then, and I figured about. I figured it then it was going to be a fifty point blowout, but they held strong uh, against Najee Harris, probably best running back in the country. Devontae Smith, the best athlete in the country, who won the Heisman Trophy. So, yeah, Notre Dame could hold their heads high after that one, for sure. Uh, In the other game, as we were talking about, Ohio State destroyed Clemson thoroughly. I feel like that's fair assessment. Honestly, it was very surprising. No, you would expect it to go the other way. It was either going to be a close game or a Clemson blowout, it seemed like. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever everybody thought. Yeah, in the second quarter, 
a questionable targeting call against Clemson led to Justin Fields uh, possibly – I mean, I still think he may have broken a rib just by the amount of pain he was in. At least cracked one. Did you see the hit? I did not. Dude, it was straight helmet to rib cage. Ouch. And he was having trouble walking. And he still threw six touchdowns. Yeah. They gave him a shot in the tent. Oh. For the pain. <laughs> so, Let's just stick this needle right here, right where it hurts. The dude is a straight warrior. And I think a, I think a little bit of it was, you know, uh, adrenaline that helped numb the pain a is little bit. Is he a senior? They're talking him coming No, nah, he's a junior, or... but uh, it's expected he'll he'll declare like Trevor Lawrence. But uh, they think he – I honestly, there's questions of where Fields will go in the draft because Lawrence is the clear number one. And then it's there's questions of if the Jets are going to take an O-lineman at second or Fields at second. Uh, well, the Jets have fired their head coach, and I don't know if they fired their GM or not. Like, like but, Jacksonville? Yeah. And – uh, Shad Khan put out a big thing saying they're going to announce everything here soon and restructure their whole football operation. So I think I think the owner Shad Khan is tired tired of losing. Who's 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 the owner for? Is that the Jets uh, owner? Sh- no, no, that's the uh, Jacksonville well, owner. Yeah. I if I was the Jets, I would take a, an offensive lineman for that second pick. Because they got Sam Darnold and he's a really good player already. Yeah, to me it wouldn't make any sense not to go a lineman or something because I to me the Jets aren't missing a whole lot. I think a lot of their a lot of what hurt them was coaching. Interesting. I wonder why honestly, because they went seven and nine last year. I wonder why it was such a huge drop off. And that's what I'm saying. I think I think a lot of it had to do with coaching, because guys won't play for a coach if they're done with them. Hmm. I don't know. We'll find out come April uh, about the draft. But this weekend was the last week of the regular season, and uh, the Colts got their gift early in the day. <laughs> Well, I mean, Miami lost, yes. Yeah. I wouldn't call it that a was a because... clear gift. A 30 point win by the Bills. But you can't, you got to talk about the Colts almost blowing another game. We'll get to it, but uh, let's just talk about these early games first. But Buffalo 56 26, they pulled Josh Allen in the third quarter and they still kept scoring. So that's really worrisome. Uh, whew, yeah, uh, I, I that's gonna buff the that game Saturday is gonna depend on the weather in Buffalo. Yeah, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. to p- patience, Chuck. Patience. Uh, the Ravens. No, I want to get to the Eagles. Oh the my, we'll get to it. I got plenty of opinions. Uh, the Ravens. 
clinched their spot, 38-3 win. The Browns clinched their spot after 18 years with their 24-22 win over Mason Rudolph's Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> and there was no Miles Garrett part two, by the way. <laughs> Thankfully. You know, it, it was actually interesting. You know, Miles Garrett is the is the Browns nomination for uh Walter Payton Man of the Year. I thought that's I think that's an awesome story for to go from being suspended from the league in like week what 13 12 13 last year to uh being a Walter Payton man of the year nominee. That's a really cool story. Yeah, I mean it, anybody can turn around their attitude if they want to. Yeah. And for him to do it especially in a year like this where it's where it was harder to you know organize events for charities and stuff and he just knocked out of the park so it's a great story of how to overcome adversity there um the giants beat the cowboys eliminating them from playoff contention 23 19 and giving the giants a chance to win the nfc east which we will get to in a few minutes here um the Rams beat the Cardinals, clinching their playoff spot and sending the Cardinals home as the Bears clinch their playoff spot with that Cardinals loss. And the, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I got something to say about the no, Cardinals. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've seen, so I've seen where uh, there have been reports. I had never seen anything official that Larry Fitzgerald is retiring. Ah, that's nothing big. I mean, I get, it's not like he's been like, a force like he used to be. Well, if you look at his numbers, he's had a Hall of Fame career. Oh, for sure. But it, I don't know. It, it's not like you hear his That's name a, a lot. It's going to be a big loss for Arizona. I'm just saying, it's not like you hear his big. It's not. It's not like you hear his name a lot anymore. Well, given the team he played for, right? But the Cardinals still have DeAndre Hopkins, which is more than enough. <laughs> so. uh Let's talk about the Colts now. They won (laughs) 28-14. Tried to blow it against a one-win Jacksonville team who, of course, Jacksonville's only win was against the Colts in week one. In Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh, Just what? I honestly think the Colts are who we think they are, and they're not going to do well Saturday. We talked about it. We talked about it, Chuck. They're a one-half team. They never show up in the second half. In order for them to win this weekend, and and I'm going to say this, and this is if they win this weekend, I think they'll be in the AFC Championship game. And I say that because we have a habit of tearing Kansas City up every time. Yeah, not last time. Well, not last time in the playoffs, at least. Right. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. So, yeah. I don't – honestly, if the Colts win Saturday, they'll they'll win the Super Bowl. I'll I'll just say that right now. Uh, Well – you have a yeah, chance. That's all that matters. That's all that matters is just have a you, chance. You're telling me there's a chance. That's that's what it is. So, 
if if by chance that were to happen, Philip Rivers retires. <laughs> well, like we were saying, the Colts took an early twenty zero lead, and then uh, yeah, they tried to choke, but. Jonathan Taylor, a new single-game record for the Colts, I believe, right? And rookie 253 yards uh, on the ground, two touchdowns to lead the Colts to the playoffs. And then after that game, uh, it actually came down to the wire for the AFC South. And uh, Deshaun Watson did his best. But he has no offensive line. Goodness gracious. Uh, he led his field, he led his Texans to a field goal to tie it up at 38 with 18 seconds left. And then the Texans choked hard. <laughs> Did you see the whole last drive? The last no, 10 I seconds? Didn't. Nope. So the Titans probably got the ball at like the twenty-five. Oh no! Yeah, I yeah I did no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did see the the end of the Titans game. I thought <laughs> Houston threw that game yeah. away and almost did it because uh, the Titans kicker doinked it in. He doinked it twice, I think. No, just once. No, you don't. No, he did. The game winner hit the upright yeah. and went in. So, uh, all right, let's talk about because I I, I because I thought it was going to hit the upright and go out, and yeah, it went the other way. Overtime. So, well, let's talk about Sunday night now. Uh, Washington football team six and nine versus Philadelphia four ten and one to win the NFC East. Uh, for the Washington, if they if they won, they would have won the NFC East, and they took an early ten nothing lead, but the Eagles stormed back and took a fourteen ten lead, and then some suspicious behavior apparently took place. Chuck, do you want to elaborate? So they were down seventeen fourteen in the third quarter, yeah. I believe. And they went for it on fourth and goal instead of taking the points to tie the game. I see nothing suspicious yet. And then they pulled their starters. Now, why would they pull their starters? To secure a better draft pick. They basically tanked the game. And there's really only one fan base that I recall is mad at this. Right. Well, I think it's a joke because you should always. Well, play then tell that to the teams that rest the starters this weekend. I don't like it when teams do that. So, All right, fair enough. Giants fans are livid that this happened. They're calling for the Eagles to like be punished. <laughs> So it's kind of an unwritten rule, and the NFL will not do anything about What's it. What's the unwritten rule? About tanking. Well, then tell like the that. Jets to stop tanking. Tell the Jaguars to stop tanking. Well, 
No, I don't think you could call that tanking. I think you call that poor decision making. Well, here's my problem with the Giants fans. If you want to make the playoffs, don't go six and ten. Well, they started with what one win. They went one and one and six. Maybe to worse start. than that. I can't remember. They started bad, but they, they finished. Started strong. one and seven. Yeah. So then they finished five and yeah. three the second half of the season. So, I mean, for the Giants, that if they can carry that momentum into next year, that's going to be good. Good for them. That's fine, but you can't you can't go six and ten and then complain you missed the playoffs. It's just a joke. I I, I don't disagree. Yeah. Well, uh, let's lay out the playoff field real quick. Uh, one to seven in the AFC, you got Kansas City, Buffalo, you've got Pittsburgh, you've got Tennessee as the division winners. Your wild cards are the Ravens, Browns, and Colts. And in the NFC, and I'm gonna get I I'm gonna get to our predictions soon. <laughs> the NFC one to seven is the Packers, uh, and I think the Saints. And then the Seahawks, Washington football team. The wild cards are Tampa Bay, L.A. Rams, and Chicago Bears. (laughs) You ready to take a look back at these predictions from the beginning of uh, September, Chuck? What would you do, go back and listen to that episode and write down our predictions? So my division winners in the AFC were the – Let's do Lex because okay, he's not yeah, here. That's good. That's a good idea. So Lex's AFC division winners were actually almost perfect. He had Buffalo, Pittsburgh, the Colts, and Kansas City. Yeah, so he only yeah, missed the his Colts. wild cards went pretty bad though. He had the Ravens, which he got, Texans, right, and Patriots. So it yeah, it went a little yep. sour there. Uh, his division winners in the NFC were the Eagles, the Packers, that's the only one he got right, the Buccaneers, and the 49ers. <laughs> and his wild cards were the Seahawks, Cowboys, and Saints. So, well, he almost got the Cowboys. Eh, not as a wild card, though. Yeah, it would have been right. a division winner. Let's talk about you. Uh, AFC. Division winners, you had Buffalo, Baltimore, Houston, and Kansas City. So two out of two. Uh, wild cards, you had Colts, Steelers, and Raiders. So one out of three there, Chuck. <laughs> Not great. But if you look at who made then the playoffs. you got most of them. Like five out of seven. Yeah, I got most of them. Yeah, five out of seven in the playoffs. NFC, you had the Eagles, Packers, Saints, and 49ers winning the division. So two out of two, two out of four there. (laughs) Wild cards, you had Vikings, Buccaneers, and Seahawks. So, uh, yeah. If if you would have switched a few things around, it would have been good. Okay, me, division winners. I got three, no, uh, yeah, three out of four. Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Kansas City. I was the only one that picked Tennessee, actually. That's interesting. Wild cards, I had the Colts, Steelers, and then at first, I said the Browns. 
at first I said the Browns. I should have kept it. To which you, to which Lex said, get off this podcast. And you said that they would struggle again this year, but they went 11 and five and made the playoffs. No, and I'll be I'll be upfront and honest. I honestly thought they would struggle. Yeah, again but this year. and then but then I remember that the Houston Texans exist and decided to predict them instead of the Browns, which I should have kept with the Browns. So, oops. And then the NFC, I I I crap the bet on this one. Jeez, I uh, picked the Cowboys, Vikings, Saints, and Seahawks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the wild cards were a bit better. No, not really. I picked the 49ers, Packers, and Buccaneers. So you've literally only picked like three people in the NFC. Uh, Four. Saints, Seahawks, Packers, Buccaneers. So, well, let's talk about this week's games here. So Saturday after first game of the Saturday we have the Colts Bills, and I think the Bills are like the hottest team in football right now. They're scary. What what would you what do you think that that game's going to come down to weather? If it's snowy and they got to go, go with the ground game, the Colts may be tough to beat. Maybe. I, I, even then, the Bills are so so tough. No, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away from the Bills. I'm just saying it's if it's snowy and everything, and it has to you have to rely on the ground game. I'm I'm gonna go. They don't rely the on the ground game anymore in the snow, though. Like we saw with the Packers and the Titans, the Packers threw the ball. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, well, they still threw the ball. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Okay, ride ride the bandwagon. Uh, uh, I've been a Packers fan since before Aaron Rodgers was there. Okay, Chuck. A key. Well, let's getting back to the game. A key receiver for the Bills will be out. Cole Beasley. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Was, is questionable right now, but the question for the Colts right now actually is uh, three key players, which it's early. It's Tuesday, so you can't really say anything. But uh, DeForest Buckner, Jonathan Taylor, and Phillip Rivers all are questionable for Saturday's game. I think Phillip Rivers has been questionable. All yeah, season, he's got so. that toe injury, which he's going to need surgery for in the offseason. But, uh, yeah, not great. Uh, I think the Bills will win, so. I, yeah, I'm just saying, I think the Bills are going to win, too. I don't, and honestly, I'm not even sure it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Which is why you'd rather play poker. <laughs> Pretty much. So, uh, the second game on Saturday, the Rams and Seahawks, uh, I think that, you know, like I said last week or something, we talked up the Rams a few weeks ago, and then they haven't done anything since, it seems like. And they also lost their best receiver, Cooper Cup. He is out for this game. So I I don't see any reason the Seahawks don't win this game. 
honestly, I'd say easily. But if you go with the Rams, you're going. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, everything's different in the playoffs. Absolutely. These teams played two weeks ago, same place, Seahawks 20-9 to win. But it's the playoffs. Everything's different. Yeah, so you got the playoffs and you got – when you get embarrassed, and I'd say a twenty-nine to a twenty to nine loss is embarrassing. Uh, you tend to come back a little bit harder. You're not wanting that to happen again. I just question if they can really keep the ball moving with without Cooper Cup. Well. It's time to go. If you want to be something, you just next man up. You gotta, you gotta play. Yeah. Nearly a thousand yards receiving this year for Cooper Cup, and uh, yeah, big loss for them. So I think Seattle advances in that one. And then the night game of the Buccaneers at Washington. Do we? If the Buccaneer, if the Buccaneers lose that game. They don't. They didn't, never deserve to be in the playoffs. The big question is going to be if Mike Evans can play. He went down and really at the beginning of last week's game, which isn't great for them. Um, he has over a thousand yards receiving, sixteen touchdowns or thirteen touchdowns. Really big target for Tom Brady. I don't. Washington is a team that could little team that could this season. I think they got. The the comeback so, story of the century with Alex Smith, I just yeah. So interesting story uh, about Alex Smith and his, his wife. So you know his knee that knee brace he had that metal knee brace to keep his legs stabilized that he had to wear okay. and all that. There is a guy who lives here in Brownsburg, Indiana, who does keepsake stuff like there's stuff's given to him or whatever and he makes stuff okay. out of it so, so alex smith's wife wanted to do something special for him re- reached out to this guy and get, they took he took that knee brace or whatever it was that brace and refashioned it into uh, it looks so. It looks like the Lombardi. Wow, guy. that is cool. So, and the guy didn't charge him for it. He just did it, and he was given. Alex Smith gave him a couple autographed jerseys. Interesting, but the guy, the guy, the guy never charged him for yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I actually just heard about that on. The news today. Well, when you look at the Buccaneers, though, I mean they've they've won four their past four games. Their offense is very high power. I just I want to pick Washington, but I just can't. No, and I it's you can't you can't pick a, a seven win, win team. <laughs> Whatever I mean. They, you're below 500. You don't deserve to be there anyway. 
and and you know what? And that could be keep fire. And like I said earlier about next man up with uh, with the Rams and all that, it could you, you get that in your head mindset that everybody thinks we shouldn't be here. Let's prove them wrong. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you think the Buccaneers will win then? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm. Yeah, I think I think we're going to. I think the Bills, I, Seahawks, and and uh, the Bucs are going to win. I mean, I'd like to see the Rams win, and I'd like to see the Redskins win. But... I think that's where it's going to yeah. be at. And the Colts game is either going to be a close game or it's going to be a blowout. I think the Colts will show up in the first half, but that's about it. Therefore, they're a one-half team. So That's nothing new. Uh, well, Sunday, the first game is the Ravens <laughs> at the Titans, and this game honestly could be an absolute barn burner. So is that the Nickelodeon game? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Is it the 105 game? I think it is because it's the only game on ESPN or ABC. Yeah, then it, then it's, it's, I, so I don't know who owns Nickelodeon, but I know Nickelodeon had, they're putting one game on Nickelodeon for some, Reason, I guess so. SpongeBob, if they don't do sweet, the sweet Bob thing at halftime, <laughs> yeah, if they don't it's do that at halftime, it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Well, uh, let's talk about this game here. Whew. It's hard to pick a winner, but oh. Wow, we we're talking about the Titans, game. yeah, Titans, Ravens, the, right? Titans, oh, Ravens won't be able to stop, stop. The Ravens have won their past five games; they're on fire, right? They won't be able to stop dude, Henry, dude. I don't care about Henry. Baltimore scores enough points to not have to worry about it. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm not. I'm not trying to to you know bash on Henry here. He's got two thousand yards this season. Lamar Jackson has half of that. I, I, I'm not buying this whole count Baltimore out immediately. I'm not saying you count Baltimore out. I'm just saying that. It's uh, uh, it's what? Find the words. I'm trying. <laughs> I just don't think they're going to be able to stop. Listen, and they may not be able to, but like I said, they score enough points. To where they may not have to worry about it. 
they've given up a lot of points already this year. They gave up 42 a few weeks ago to the Browns, and they still won that game, 47-42. So, yeah, I guess, but I, – Yeah, I I think the Ravens will win. It, it would also – we can't forget that, you know, Lamar Jackson is quite honestly kind of a choker in the playoffs – saw that last year against the same team and uh, lost the year before that to Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. So maybe that'll play into account. I don't know. The second game on Sunday, the Bears at the Saints. This could be an interesting one. It could be. What do you think? Chuck. Chuck. You're back. Uh-oh. Hey, you're back. I'm right here. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Sorry, what, what do you think the, the uh... uh... Saints. Okay. Well, that was quick. <laughs> uh, but unless unless the Bears engage, play off Nick Foles. Okay, well, Nick Foles isn't going to play. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Yeah, then then the Bears. I'm just not game. sold on the Saints. I I think they're pretenders. I don't think anybody's beating the Packers out of the NFC, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I think the Packers are pretenders too. So, well, no one well, cares what you think. That's true, but. <laughs> Uh, maybe with Breeze having a few games under his under his uh, under his belt now, back. I sure the Saints may win, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout like people may think it may be. They're ten point favorites. I just I'm not buying it. So uh, last game of the weekend could also be a really good one: Browns at Steelers. They obviously just played, but the Steelers didn't start Ben Roethlisberger. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Now, now, were the Steelers resting him or was he? Hurt? You know, I, I don't know. Because the Steelers still had a shot at. And they didn't try. Right. So I kind of, I'm kind of wondering if. He was hurt. I I honestly I, I don't know why he would be hurt. I mean I'd much rather be the two seed because if by chance whoever the lowest seed is next weekend beats the Chiefs, you're you're and you win, you're the home game. You know, it it also is a thing of you're pl- you might be playing the same team the next weekend. Like, why would you want to play them again? I guess is a way to put it. But you would you would want to see what their best is and what you can do against them. Right. So, I mean, the, the Steelers have still lost four out of their last five. Now you can't count Cleveland out. It, and really should have five lost. out of the last five. Yeah, but they didn't, so uh, we can't say that. Right. 
I think Cleveland wins. I won't lie. I think Cleveland wins, even in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think I think that would be because Cleveland. That's a four-five game, right? No, Six-three. That's the three-six game. So yeah, and then I then you got Cleveland going to play the Chiefs if the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking uh, speaking of that, why don't we give a team from both conferences that that may shock some people? Uh, I'll go first. I think I mentioned it earlier, but I think the Ravens has a chance to win this conference. I I think they have a really good shot at it if they keep playing like they have the past few weeks. Who do you think has a chance to shock the world here in the AFC? The Colts. Yeah. I I mean, if you really look at if they could play a whole game, they're going to be tough. I guess any team they're tough to beat if they show up for four quarters because I think they're one of the top five teams in the league if they show up four quarters. Especially with the defense for the most part. Now, if we have all the injuries going into this weekend on on defense, so. I think both Cardi Willis and Rocky Scene will be back. So that'll help. But uh, Josh Allen is is on fire this year and dangerous. Uh, In the NFC, I think that I think you have to go with the Buccaneers. They're just on fire lately with their offense, even if they don't have Mike Evans. I, as a surprise, we're talking yeah. as a surprise team, right? It, like a wild card team that would – that could win the conference. I mean, if, if we're talking legit surprise, I'd say the Rams. Uh, but, yeah, the Bucks probably have the better shot in the NFC. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have anything else to talk about? No, just hopefully it's a good football weekend and I take all your money Saturday. Well, um, if it's anything like your current poker online game is going, I won't have to worry about it. No, online's different. No, it's not. Real life. <laughs> How is it different? Yeah, it is. The RNG. Oh. It just is. Because you can see you see people face to face when they're trying to bluff and stuff. Bluff and stuff. Well, uh, a couple of quick notes here. The NHL regular season starts next week. Go Red Wings. And uh, the... College football national championship may be moved to uh, a week later because of Ohio State having COVID issues. Still, who cares? Yeah, I, really, anything to help Ohio State? Yeah, interesting. Oh, we do have a little NCAA basketball news. Yeah, I think actually I it's all three that. divisions too. So all three divisions. Yeah. So. Division one, Indianapolis 
and that consists that consists of the Coliseum at the fairgrounds, Lucas Oil, Banker's Life, Hinkle, uh, somehow Mackey and Assembly Hall are included. In yeah, part of apparently uh, Worthen Arena so, Muncie was uh, not really cared about. I'm a little salty about that. And then you got the Divi- and then Division Two uh, is going to be in Fort Wayne. Okay. Yeah, and then Division Three in hmm. Evansville. What's funny to me is that uh, they're having two courts at Lucas Oil, but they're not going to play two games at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? There was talk that they were going to use uh, the convention center. If you really wanted to have a really tight bubble, convention center would have been the way to go. So, I mean, yeah. it's a pretty loose bubble if they're allowing teams to go up to Lafayette and Bloomington like an hour or hour and a half away from in Indianapolis. But, well, but they may be having to do that for hotels. Do you think Indianapolis doesn't have enough hotels? Well, you're talking 68. how many teams? Yeah. I don't think you got enough we'll see. You know, a lot of people wanted there to be games played in high school gyms. That's just never going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No. No, I mean, it would have been neat that, like, yep. the Newcastle gym or you know, some of the uh, other histor- historical site, gym sites would have been neat. But yeah, it, it you know maybe this will bring a resurgence in basketball to the state of Indiana. That'd be cool to see. But I, either way, it's cool. What sucks is that there's probably going to be no fans. Besides yeah, that's the sucky members. part. But life goes on. Well, I mean, it it could, it could change. I mean, it's if they can keep. Early. If they can start ramping up the vaccine efforts, that might help a lot. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, now you know the NCAA trademarked mask match. Jeez, that's pretty cringy. So, yes, yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't got anything good. else to say. So, uh, besides the Indy Fuel ECHL team are off to their best start ever. Sorry, in I, franchise I, can you find someone who asked? I, I mean, you're disappointed because your team's not going to play this. I, Listen, it just – it makes it harder to put your prospects in a place where you can, I don't know, see them easier, I guess. You got to ship them overseas. Oh, well. Well, so just as – so you know what about how this works. So all the teams that don't play and – Toledo wasn't the first one, obviously. Cincinnati, uh, the whole one whole division 
opted not to play. But once the team opts out of the season, all their players become free agents. That's pretty nice. So, yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'm curious as to now for those of you listening who don't really follow minor league hockey, the ECHL is comparable to double A baseball. Uh, so the fuel are playing a 72 game season. Yeah. And there were, I think, 10 other teams. I think 10 teams total were doing a 72 game season. So there were uh, the Fort Wayne Comets announced that they're going to play a 50 game season. My curiosity is how are the playoffs? Uh, let's see. So the MLS, which I know you don't care about soccer. But uh, it's it's definitely a good situation. But they did a points per game thing uh, with all the regular season games they played because they kept having games canceled to make up their playoffs. So I think that's a way to go with that. Right. So, I mean... Because typically it's a points anything. You get two exactly. points for a win. You get uh, nothing for a loss, and I think you get or overtime loss. loss. Same thing. Yeah, I can't remember how. I know it's an overtime loss in the NHL. Uh, well, it I'm should be sure the same. UCHL. So, and then. What the interesting thing about the fuel, uh, if you looked at the preseason rosters, the fuel were like one of the only teams who had affiliation with an NHL team that didn't have any prospects on the team. Hmm. So then what's the point of having a, uh, an affiliation? So, right. That's what, that was my curiosity, too. So, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I know now uh, Rockford has sent people down, which would be the tri- AHL, which is the AAA equivalent, is for comparing to baseball. Um, that's the way I describe it the most. Honestly, dude, like if the ECHL got rid of affiliations, I really don't think it would change much. Yeah, I don't think the ECHL. But if they did, it wouldn't change much. I think that's where. Because honestly, you really don't see many players getting out of ECHL. Well, at least, at well, least as far to the that. NHL, not necessarily the AHL. Okay, so uh, one out of how many? Goalie. Two out of uh, how many? Tompkins, I think, is going to have a shot. 
That's just that's what I'm saying though. If you look at Double A in baseball, I feel like there's a lot more players that come out, and they have more prospects. To be fair, but it's more. You're also talking. Yeah, I mean, that, you're not talking. You're talking more I'm just prospects saying, I, in that aspect. It, it's not as strong as, as a development system, I don't think, is the MILB. Well, it's not junior league either. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm spitting idiocy. I don't, I don't, I'm not as smart as you, as you on it, so I'll admit that. So, yeah, that, that's all I got, so.